All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. It's the 100th episode. It has been 100 weeks of the Pin High Podcast, so thank you if you have listened to every single one of our episodes, or sorry, I'm not sure which one it'd be. Um, but yeah, this week, uh, obviously, we're recapping the Ryder Cup. Great week to, to, uh, to recap with the 100th episode. And we're also going to make some picks for the Sanderson Farms Championship. And to cap off the episode, we have a very special 100th episode announcement. So let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here. And this is the Dan Hyde Podcast. So let's get inside the ropes. USA wins the Ryder Cup. I feel like that's right off the bat what we got to talk about. I woke up on Friday morning at a crisp 7.45 in the morning. Had nothing to do because I was not working the Ryder Cup. That's what I texted in the group chat that morning. I was like, the one perk of working the Ryder Cup and not actually being there is that I get to watch the whole thing. Um, and and now you're right off the bat, you had a, just so much electricity. And it really continued the whole time. Yeah, I mean, kind of dominant by the U. Not even kind of dominant, like really dominant by the USA. Dark um, finish. Yeah, I mean, usually, like usually, how it's been going for the US um, is they they play well in the first session on the first day, and then the second session is where it all goes kind of downhill. But they dominated the second session, the third session, the fourth session, the fifth session. I mean, it, it just was stop. dominant the entire way. So. Um, good for the U.S. I mean, the whole chemistry thing wasn't really an issue. I mean, you saw Bryson and Brooks hugging at the end of it. Like, they wanted to play together as well. So, like, that was a total non-factor the entire we time. We have to talk about the press conference. I was hearing about it yesterday, but obviously there's NFL football going on. Um, you know, I was just packing because I am now back at the Ryder Cup, naturally. Um, and so I watched it during my like layover today. Uh, and DJ was about like as blacked out as I've ever seen a professional athlete on live television. Yeah. The picture so he, of him holding the trophy, like the Jack, like Nicholas, uh, Jacqueline Ward, whatever it was. The picture of him with that trophy, it looks he looks so gone. It's yeah, he's so not funny. there. He was just fully was gone. There's lights, lights, lights on no one's home in that picture. He was slurring the whole entire time, and everybody around him, like Brooks and JT, were just dying. It honestly, it <laughs> seemed like it was like it was almost as if you're watching one of your buddies try to talk to, to one of your friend's parents while like really drunk and you're just st standing there watching with your friend. And you're just like, this is awesome because he's just he's talking to a whole entire nation. You're just la whole yeah, entire you're world just laughing your ass off the whole time. And you're just laughing because he just is making a fool of himself in the best way possible. And it's funny because like he wasn't even like the first match that was done. Like he was like right in the middle of the six match done. So like and they're asked quick and too. Somebody asked him, he's like, okay, so you're a veteran. You're like 37. Can you still out drink these guys? You still got the stamina. And he was like, Are you? He's like, Absolutely. And then he goes, 
absolutely because yeah he, uh, i, I posted himself. that on our tiktok it's on our tiktok if you want to want to see that video um yeah it's awesome it that that press conference was awesome and dj i'm just curious uh you being the oldest player on the team do you think you still have the stamina to uh out party all these guys tonight absolutely <laughs> next question <laughs> <laughs> two two things I have to take away from it actually was one actually I have three things one Tony Finau kind of a weird guy just kind of a weirdo I mean like, he, he's, good he, way. he's a Mormon yeah he's, uh, he's one of you <laughs> I'm that's not genetic that's a whole different discussion but two Harris English and Daniel Berger Daniel Berger, I saw him on there and he got mentioned by one of the players that they, they would call him Boog. And then like the third thing was, I didn't see Harris English until after I realized I was like, wait, was Harris English there? Was he there during the press conference? I think yeah, so. like he's like he's like probably the least interesting guy in that whole press him, conference compared. I literally was, I watched he was there. He was definitely the there. He's a, I, he's definitely required. He was definitely required to be there. Yeah, just I know. The picture of G background. He's de- in the background. He's definitely there. I know. I just, I really did not see him because he didn't. He, I know for a fact he didn't talk once. Well, yeah. I mean, he lost oh. his match on Sunday. They probably they didn't, didn't ask him. Neither anything. did Daniel Berger. He didn't why, why talk, but he, he was. I saw him like. I kind of felt bad for Daniel Berger going out in that last that last singles match. It's like the energy is like someone made a putt just just wasn't there. No one like everyone knew it was gonna be over before that match, and it was just like. There's going out and playing around a golf, and I mean, he did win on the last hole at least. Like he did, yeah, was he, he, he did win the last hole, but it was cap just, it off, cap off the week. Yeah, d- yeah, and made the biggest margin victory ever, which is yeah, true, kind of crazy to think about. I mean, I mean, this team it was just like top to bottom, just utterly dominant. The only person who could do anything for the Europeans was Rom, and then. Sky Shepherd goes in and wins the first like five holes against him on su- su- Sunday. Yep. Like that's just no one, no one would have expected that. Not quite no, dog. Uh, He's the Shepherd. only dog. Yeah. We called it too. He was, he, we knew he was going to be a dog. He, was, he was awesome. He was awesome. He, he played, he did exactly what he needed to do, was, which was be the guy paired with Bryson. When you won a couple match, I think we won, I know we lot, tied a match, I think, and then. One of the other two matches, maybe, mm-hmm. and it was. I mean, that's all you need to do is just play those three matches, and I mean, he beat the best player in the world. So, and whatever, I mean, week for him. And then going over to the team Europe side, I mean, I mean, I guess you have to say Rory McIlroy just did not have a good week. Had first an awful day, week. His putting was so brutal, and Rory not first having day, a good week. The first was day, you pretty could much tell, did. like he was done. Like like it, if it Rory was, doesn't play well, Europe wasn't going to play well. So, I mean, that's just they roll with Rory and Rom, and you know, Rory didn't play well at all. Like, he had to sit out a match on Saturday. Like, who would have thought that Rory would never, be sitting out a match? Which to me, again, it's like I told I was talking with my other friends about it, but like, it's I, I think even if Rory's not playing well, like, what are you going to play Lee Westwood over him? Like, I think that's just a I, I don't like or that Burn Weisberg, to be honest. Which one? Yeah, Burn Weisberger. Burn Weisberger was even, exactly even Fitzpatrick. 
he was i mean exactly, whatever no, it, it, it was exactly it, there was some yeah. pairings that were just like didn't really make sense for no. Roderick harrington None. i mean especially how you mentioned lee westwood and matt fitzpatrick as a pairing they weren't gonna they weren't gonna win against paradise course and they went against they went against shoffley and cantley they 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 absolutely zero chance zero chance to win i don't think i lost a a rider cup bet this weekend i mean if you bet heavily on the u.s it's it's hard to lose they they won most of the matches yeah i think it was pretty i think it was like even on paper if like most of the matches especially i know it's like saturday or yeah, right. The first three sessions, especially, you could t- you could literally look at all the matches and say, "Okay, we're gonna win this one, this one, this one. And we're, we're gonna lose to Rom, and that's exactly what happened. Every single one. And then, yeah, like that, that's that's all you need to do. Like that's like you could have said that for every like Xander and Cantlay, they're gonna win. DJ and Morikawa were unbelievable. They're gonna win. Uh, Bryson and Scotty won one on tie one. I mean, DJ I went five JT- and off. Yeah, he that's a week. <laughs> unbelievable. Morikawa was undefeated. Uh, Xander was basically undefeated until he lost to Rory, which I think Rory had kind of something to prove in that last match, which I like seeing him in the emotional press conference afterwards. That was really cool. Half of it was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this whole experience is awesome. It's great being part of these guys. Half of it was like, I really sucked this week. And it was nice to get a win, obviously. Yeah. But he was like, it was half also like a little bit like, wow. Like I could see him coming out next time, obviously not only just because he's a good player, but next time in in Italy, in Rome, uh, they're building that golf course right now, by the way, apparently. Yeah, Um, it's kind of sick. And uh, I could see him coming out with like so much fire because he is – like like the U.S. this year, like they were so pissed that they that they didn't take it home the last time. And whatever, yeah. I mean, the, the rookies had a week as well. I mean, the, I'm reading here the rookies were 14, four and three this week. Um, overall, how? Yeah, overall, Morikawa like was three zero one. Just the, no, the the American rookies. American rookies, yeah. Morikawa was three zero and There's one. Cantley was three zero and one, and Sheffer was two zero and one. So. That's three American rookies who didn't even lose a match. Yeah, they were saying like uh, during the press conference, like yeah, Scheffler is like kind of the only real true rookie, right? If you I really mean, I guess if you say Harris, Harris English, Harris English too, a but bit. he's not young. No, he's not young, but it's in his terms first of experience, I mean, team, Colin Morikawa in terms of experience like is he's young. One two majors, yeah. I know, but he's still yeah, a rookie. No, uh, I, I know you. I know. I, I know you meet. Yeah, she, chef. I'm not. The, I'm not the one PGA who said this. Tournament. It's, it's, like other people but, were saying. I, I, yeah, I understand that. It's just like Sheffler hasn't won a PGA Tour tournament, but it's like it's like you look at. Would you take Sky Scheffler or Harris Bush on one of the, like in, yeah. in 2023? Scheffler, you're taking Scheffler. Like, it's he's going to be like you. I'm so glad we're so Harris glad he was probably will not be on this 2023. I love the guy. He's actually grown on me tremendously over the past yeah. few months. Which, again, he played his role of perfection too. It was him and Finau and the four ball. And I just, like they won a couple matches and they probably, I think they lost one match. I think that was the Shane Lowry match where he flipped the putter on the ground. That was really cool. But like that's that's all I need to do was just play three matches and win two and lose one. That's it. And I'm kind of excited to see next time. I mean, obviously this is a ways away. Um, and I also honestly don't know how 
rowdy the European crowd will be in Rome, Italy, sure because there's be. no. I'm, I'm assuming they'll travel will. there. I'm sure. I know they will. Obviously, <laughs> they will because it's actually like it's like traveling from like you know people from California went to to Wisconsin. Like it's it's not that bad yeah. in the, within Europe. So we talked through that right there. But I'm excited <laughs> to see guys in the U.S. be doing the the like I can't hear you sh- mm-hmm. like the the shushes like. That'll be fun. Well, and, and I'm just excited well, to see like who's gonna be on the European team because like they had a lot of older like US team was very, very young. The US team is probably gonna be a force for, for the next you know 10 years or so because they're all like in their mid-20s. Pretty old. Uh I mean like we all play like predicting game. I mean, just to say that just to put one more stat in, I mean, the European rookies in this tournament went one, eight, and two compared to the Americans 14. Victor Hovland was on nobody's radar in 2018. That's true. Oh, the European, I I meant more so just for the US team, but we can, like, we already know Rom, Rory, uh, Hovland, or basically, I actually have one for for the European European team. So Rasmus Hoygaard is. If I'm not mistaken, he's 20. I've heard the name. And he I've was heard close. the name before. He was close. He could have been swapped out with, with Weisberger. Like he was close to making the uh-huh. team. Or he could have been swapped out with like Polter, but Polter was just like a Polter. Well, yeah. Polter was Weisberger actually deserved it more. Weisberger qualified. So he qualified. Yeah, that, he that qualified. Was say, I guess. Um, but I I saw like this Instagram post about Rasmus Weigard. I should probably look it up if he's actually 20, but uh, if so, he's he's had some super young. He was year. 20. Yeah, he was. 20. Yeah, he and he's got a silky swing. So, you know, come 2023, I feel like he's probably on this team. If he continues, he's, he's probably going to have to be just because of what no like Westwood, like Westwood should not be on our team just because of even though like if he has a, if he has a good year and qualifies, it's fine. But like. If you're a captain picking a team for the Ryder Cup in 2023, are you picking Lee Westwood, who's like 50 years old? Yeah. One thing about Rasmus Hoygaard is he actually has a brother, Nikolai Hoygaard, who was 22nd in the standings. So maybe you bring both the brothers. Jeez. And then also the it's going to be bring the Molinari brothers on. And it's going to be in yes. Italy. Oh, yeah. So bring... It's going to oh, be in Italy. So Guido Migliazzi is probably going to be a, a big was... player for that. Why was Guido not picked? I don't know. He was Obviously, tenth in the okay. standings. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't heard he from tenth. Guido since basically the U.S. Open. He was tenth in the standings. Even a little bit past that. They they decided to go with with Bowery and Westwood, Polter. And Polter, and like instead of those guys. Which I mean, also these European guys go up and down a lot more than than I'd say the U.S. guys yeah. do. Um, but I think like a guy like Guido could. I think Francesco Molinari by then could come all the way back. I think he's going to have motivation. Looking forward to that. Honestly, I think guys like Westwood and Poulter like fall off like done. a Mickelson has. And you it, maybe Andrew maybe done. a player like Robert McIntyre becomes like a force. I would love to see Mark Robert McIntyre. You know, he's been a yeah. pretty good player. Oh, is he um, older? Love to see is he him. younger than us? I don't think so. I don't think he's that young. He, but he, he is young. He's early 20s for sure. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think, I think uh, Shane 25. Lowry. Okay. I think Shane Lowry's a lock for the team in a few years. I think he'll be I think he's a good player for the team in a couple Sam of years. Lowry? Yeah. I think he'll be good in a couple of years. I mean, it's tough to predict in a couple of years. No, it is. It definitely run. is. Like, like, like Pat like said, who, you know, Victor Hovland wasn't really on the radar. 
who, who else is going to make a run like on that team? It's like you have Rom, Roar, and Victor, and then like the rest of the spots are basically up for you know, Fleetwood. Fleetwood's there too, but you have like the rest, most of the rest of the spots are up for grabs. And whatever. Be, I mean, the course this time I mean, around did not set up very well for the European players. And no. we said that going into it, and we knew that. So maybe next time around, the course sets up a little bit better for them. And you have a little bit of a closer. That's why match. the whole Westwood Fitzpatrick pairing like just didn't, like without Rory, like, just, it, it just didn't make sense on a whole lot of levels. Yeah, and like whoever's the captain next time around is, is going to have a lot of decisions to make when it comes to picking the team Europe. And I'm actually kind of excited to see how that plays out in the next couple of years. Yeah. Cause you know, who's right, U S team. Then. Yeah. U S so team. Then let's move on to the Brooks and Bryson thing. Okay. I will here's, here's what, here will be my opening statement to it. I've been vocal about the past couple of weeks about how much Brooks and Bryson have annoyed me. And, and like how much I like, at the beginning of their little feud, I was like, oh, I like both of these guys. It's just like they're feuding, I guess. They don't really like each other. And as it went on, I was like, these guys have become so unlikable. And post Ryder Cup, I think my take is that like the media just paints it as so much bigger than it is. And the media paints so many things that they do way more dramatic than they are. And that like, yeah, okay. Bryson's a little bit weird and Brooks is like, you know, kind of a kind of like a I don't know how to how to describe it, but he's just like kind of that guy. But neither of them are really that bad at the end of the day and neither of them really hate each other at the end of the day. Maybe they're a little bit annoyed at each other like any freaking people is. You're annoyed by your friend, even your friends all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm back in on both of them. Okay, so let me pose this question. Did we get played by them? I don't think they do so. this. Did they no. do this? I don't think we got. I don't think we got played. I've seen that so I, many times. I, like, I, think no, I don't think we got. That's played. that's. I don't think that's something. One that's. I don't think that's something Brooks would do. I think Bryson might genuinely kind like, of. No, I, I think Brooks is. Brooks doesn't care enough to like pull out a whole ruse to. Play people play everyone for the like months. Like we went, we went I mean, forty million dollars is a lot of money. So no, it's a yeah, it is a <laughs> lot of money. But like, he, like he, he doesn't like he's also Brooks Kepka. Like he doesn't like need like the extra whatever, however much money. Like even like, though he's, he's even though he's from... promoting Michelob Ultra on every single one of his Instagram posts for the last like year. They give him. So I mean, money probably. Yeah, like like I said, he he has he has enough money. I don't think he cared enough to do to pull a ruse. I think he genuinely at one like at one point with like the whole uh, Kiwa thing did not like Bryson. He's probably just annoyed with him. Yeah, yeah, and then Bryson's obviously kind of Bryson's obviously kind of Bryson. Which I will say, this event, like just this whole spectacle, the Ryder Cup is like perfect for Bryson. Like people actually cheer for him. And not like jeer at not like jeer at him most. I think Europe will be interesting to see, but everyone loves him in this because of I mean driving the green and that match against Sergio on Sunday was and making the putt was unbelievable. Like that, was, that might have been the moment of the tournament. I mean, uh, the, he's the, walking the best off the thing. green with the putter in his hand. Like that was awesome. Like that that made me like Bryson. Like this tournament maybe maybe like Bryson more than I did in the past, but I still think he's just kind of. 
He's just can be, can be like kind of like a pest. He's like the of. annoying little brother, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. But yeah, the best, exactly. the best part about yeah. that, yeah. like That's his personality, personality came out came out a lot this week on the golf course. I mean, the the best part was like he was deciding between a driver and a three wood, and he puts the driver back, and everybody in the crowd starts booing, and he just goes. Hey, don't worry, guys. I'm still going for the green. Like, and then everybody like, cheered. yeah, like, like his like, his 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 emotional like outbursts are perfect for the Ryder Cup. Like, you exactly. you want to see guys with emotion. You want to see the JT like saying, "I can't hear." You, you want to see Bryson going crazy and like whipping up the driver and w- twirling it in the air to get the crowd going. Like, that's that's what makes the Ryder Cup so awesome. No, he's perfect for yeah. It. Speaking of JT, I'm going to switch I think my he background. Got the, the most pumped. He's the most energizing guy throughout the week. Yeah, he definitely he was. Um, I'm going to switch my background for a second. How about this shirt by uh by JT? Uh, let me see. Out of was the yeah. Brooks and Bryson it's, right? It's, it's the Step Brothers. Yeah, I need to get that shirt. <laughs> I, I mean, need to get that shirt. Th- this this picture pretty much just shows you what JT was this week. Uh, to the U.S. team, pretty much. Can we do we dare say I know he's a lot better than this guy I'm gonna compare it to, but is he I heard this today and it actually made a lot sorry I saw this. I heard and I, I don't know, I forgot where it was from, but is he the the US version of Poulter? Just going crazy, like just absolutely crazy after he's he's much I mean, better than Poulter, maybe, obviously. But like he like the better like just crazy yeah. hype man. Kind so of stuff. To begin the tournament, he gets he he gets paired with Spieth and he loses. In the second match, he's down a lot. He's that they're down three through like like eleven, maybe even. Um, I forget what it was, but find that for and you. he and he's da- he's like he's down bad. He's like down bad. Like he's a little bit like pissed. And he makes like a forty-two foot putt to to win a hole, and he got so pumped up that like. He was feeling so much emotion, like he was like screaming that you could see his eyes. There was they were just full of water. Yeah. Like he wasn't that's crying. Like, that's he wasn't that's crying, what we, he was that's what like we need. so much emotion that his eyes were literally just like full of and the water. best the best part about that is he was partnered with Patrick Cantley, who's like almost the complete opposite. But Cantley and it was it was kind of a No, but Cantley was awesome too. Okay. Cantley yeah. Cantley was a lot of fun to watch. Like like there was no, like from where I could tell, like the only guys that didn't really do a, even a ton of celebrating was, like I didn't see a whole lot of hair. I didn't just I didn't see a whole lot of Harris English in general, and then in DJ just kind of does this little like sort of like just little like like fist that he just holds in the air for the entire time he walks to the to the ball. DJ is another guy. It's cool. I, I think it's cool. So much. I like. I think he has made his way into my like top five favorite players. <laughs> he he was all, he was unbelievable, and he, he was just. He but was no, so... not because of his play. Because yeah. I had always heard that DJ was this like off the course, like just like you know, like he's a fun guy, or whatever. But like I was like, okay, but is he actually? Because every time he talks, I'm just like, eh. But yeah, like, I, I that. guess that's just how <laughs> some people are with the media. Like people are not themselves with the media all the time. And I honestly, and I think it's hilarious. That like that like, I love this guy. You want to compare him to someone that's <laughs> that is me during the uh, the Hilton Head trip at uh, at Hibachi. Oh, Hibachi! Up the crowd. God. For God, lights on, nobody home. 
Yeah, lights yeah. on no one. No, he, he he reminds me of like maybe a weird comparison, but he reminds me honestly of like Marshawn Lynch. He just like gets in, answers and answers his questions and just like doesn't feed really care at all. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't care at all. And it's just like it, I I I agree. I I love I like him a lot more after this week. He's just so like it's underrated how much fun he is with the media, which is like short little like yeah. It's short almost little like answers business. are just so obvious, yeah. but so like not what the media was looking for. It's perfect. And whatever, in hindsight, just like after watching this tournament, I understand why they left Patrick Reed off the team. It makes so much more sense now. It's just kind of like it wow. just it made it did make so much sense because like they, the team came together this week. I don't know if it would have happened with Patrick Reed there. Like if you take Patrick Reed and put him on the team and take Scotty off the team, like who pairs? Like well, someone will go with Bryson, like, but who goes with Bryson? Sure, there's some individuals on the team. Like Brooks and Bryson are they're individuals at the end of the day. Yeah, like I, agree. I don't like not, not taking away anything away from either of them. I'm not and not taking anything away from them. Both probably still loving the event. But you know, they're great individuals. But like it's, they've but, never done anything that's super unlikable like Patrick Reed has. Like cheating yeah. or there's you know, allegedly stealing or having teammates notably dislike them or having, you know, just all the things that Patrick calling Reed like out, calling out the captains after not being paired with space yeah, for the exactly. Ryder Cup and everything. Like, like 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 that's that that's it's one thing to have Brooks and Bryson drama. It's another thing to have that. And like, that's like necessary. Like this, that like, that's kind of, that's the kind of stuff that would actually like tear a team down and stuff like, like that's, that's why he wasn't on the team, which is perfectly reasonable. And I, I'm happy Stricker didn't put him on the team. Yeah. And just looking at the ages of all the players and, and the quality of all the players, it's going to be really competitive to get into this U.S. team over the next, you know, five yeah, to ten years. So he plays his way in because, like, you saw it this week. You just you, you pick guys who fit together. Exactly. All right. So who's who's because I know the U.S. team is still a young, not on the team. Who's the guy? Who are a couple of guys that are not on the team next time around? I mean, it's it's tough. I think to one say. name comes to mind. It's it's. I think I think Harris English is the obvious one. But he played well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Harris it's English like, play, that, wins that's twice every year. Like, he's like, gonna keep making think, the team. You, you think of you, th- you all, think of the other yeah. eleven guys. They're all like they're think... all either on the cusp of winning majors, have won majors, or like in Sky's case, he's probably the lowest one below that. But he's still like on the rise. And he's like, he, he's he's gonna, he's gonna win a tournament. Harris this year English and sure. Daniel Berger are gonna be those guys that you were like, oh, they were on the on the pre- on the on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah, and that's no disrespect to them. It's just no. like. There are so many good Americans coming up in oh my like God, yeah. in, throughout golf and so many good young players in general coming up that there's just it's becoming gonna become so competitive that maybe yeah, somebody else so on the team might not. I mean, it, there's there's players out there, like there's not a lot of players out there that have something that they do so well that they're gonna make the team. I mean, the only thing I could the only player I could keep say keep in mind is Matthew Wolf. If he like starts to play well and plays well enough, he well, has the distance. Well, but Will Zalatoris would be a really good Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris would be amazing. Yeah, like well, it's like the putting part. There's 
But like you, know, like you said, like outside of Harris English and Daniel Berger, which are like great, great players. I think Berger's awesome too. Like those are ten guys. Like those, they're gonna be around for at least like five more years, especially like at the very minimum, just because of exactly. DJ. Like can him get, maybe getting a little bit older, but. Jordan, JT, Xander, Cantley, like they haven't even won, like Xander and Cantley haven't even won ma- a major yet, and they're still like they're like mainstays in the Ryder Cup team for years to come now. Right, and then and you have guys on the outside, is, like, you have guys on the guys. outside looking in that are like just as young. I mean, Cameron Champ won a couple of times this year. Like, if he plays well, Sam Burns years, is up and coming. Sam Burns, you're right. Matthew Wolf, mm-hmm. Will Zalatoris, we mentioned. Even Max Homa starting to win a lot of events. I mean, Max Homa can make his yeah. way into the Ryder Cup. Xander Shoffley was another guy that we haven't mentioned that just like kind of came. It was kind of his almost his coming out party for his personality. He's hilarious. I'm so glad you met. I'm so glad. Yeah, he had the cigar. He was drinking a high noon. Like he was sliding at, down. He was the at hill. the top. He was at the very front of the press conference. Make he was talking a lot. Which, was, which was a cigar in his mouth the entire time. Like it was. It was part. It was awesome. I mean, I, I I really think this is the like jump start. Like I know we. I said I said the Olympics to him. A hundred percent sure. Actually, I said the Olympics. But I think this is. I think this net coming year is going to be a huge year for Xander. I'm talking at least one major. I, think I mean, the, and even like major. this last year, he didn't win on tour, but like you mentioned, he won the Olympics. He won the Ryder Cup. Like he, he's kind of Captain exactly. America almost was, at he, this point. He was one of the best. Play, he was besides the loss to Rory in the singles match. He was one of the best players on the Ryder on the team with like right. DJ Morikawa and which we could talk about Morikawa too. Like he is going to be. I mean, he's unbelievable. I mean, his just like his approach game is just so special. Like everybody looks at like, oh, Bryson hits the ball so far, but like, like as well as Bryson hits it, and as far as Bryson hits it, like Morikawa is just as good at like approaching the green. Like he always puts it in close. He always hits the green. It's like it's crazy. Is it like him versus Rom? I think it it will be him versus Rom for years to come in the Ryder Cup. Just those two, like doing out, being like the top two players in the world. Like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun for years and years. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, wait. the Ryder Cup is gonna be fun for for a while, and I'm like I said, I'm excited to see what Europe has, and, and next time it comes around, it might be a completely different team. But uh, with that, do you guys want to get into the stat of the week? Because there's a bunch of stats here from yeah. the Ryder Cup that we have. I mean, the first one, the U.S. Uh, won or tied all five sessions for the first time since 1967. So that's a long time since they've it's won impressive. or tied all five sessions. And it also is the uh, the most points scored by any Ryder Cup team since the Americans began playing Continental Europe, which was 1979. So once again, it was just a lot of points. It was a huge, huge lead most of the way. And I mean, pretty much a historic in terms of Ryder Cups based off of the, the margin of victory. Um, and then and you mentioned and, and, anything else we missed. Anything I mean, like Dustin Johnson, that? fifth player to be 5 0 0 in the Ryder Cup. So he won all, every match he played in. Yep. So uh, that's pretty good. I think we company. pretty much covered. Kind of everyone, like well, I, uh, I guess well, 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 Jordan Spieth's shot. Yeah, 
that was that was absolutely unbelievable too. I didn't know what was going on during the broadcast. I was watching it live, obviously, and I was just like, he hit it, and like I had no clue. I saw him running down the thing, and the announcers seemed to think the that he hit backwards. I'm like, is this gonna hit him on the way down to the rocks? First of all, like, is he gonna fall into the rocks? <laughs> is he gonna run into the yeah. water? Like, like what's about going to, on? He's about to dive into like, Lake Michigan. Um, oh my god! And JT didn't make the putt coming back which oh, is like the that worst was... part about that yeah they would have won so the whole jt makes the putt like uh imagine uh, imagine they like i think they were one down at that point imagine they'd have that hole in one like at least have that match and like or won that match if they i don't know what the score was exactly but like it's like imagine jt or jt makes that putt like, that's a whole and that match is a deciding point in like the Ryder Cup or something like that. Like if it was a closer Ryder Cup, like that'd be unbelievable. And whatever that's that, the just top to, tracer on that shot was. Yeah, just um, to show you like how good that shot was. Like I'm pretty sure the Americans were in a similar spot on on Saturday, I believe, and they had to pick up. Like they they went. It was alternate shot. They yeah. went yeah. hit like three times. They had to pick up. So the, that Ridiculous was just how amazing shot. that shot was. Yeah. Uh, Jordan didn't play. He didn't play his best, I don't think. But he had, he had big moments. He, he no, he 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 has he moments. And he didn't. He didn't need to. He didn't, he was kind of like the emotional leader. I think him and JT were kind of like, like, all right, we're gonna start out. We're gonna we're gonna go first against Rom and Sergio. Uh, yeah, they like, were kind of like they, the they probably they, they probably weren't the best. Yeah, they probably weren't the best team just because I mean Xander. Can't lay more Kawa DJ were like probably the best team on paper, but like they, they all they had to do was just go out and like show like passion and like do their thing. And they want to still both want still both played absolutely fine. They didn't, they could have both gone on four or on three and they still would have won by a lot. So it's, I think they were just more there for leadership if if they didn't play because they didn't play as yeah. well as they probably hope would have hoped to, but they don't care. They won. Wrap it up for us. Like, yeah, domination by the U.S. And it starts a trend that, you know, has not been followed by the past 21 years. The, the U.S. has won twice since since 2000. They won yeah. 1999, but then since 2000, they've won twice. I think it starts a new generation of U.S. dominance and hopefully continues into, and we'll, the real test will be, can they do it on, on a weight turf? Yeah, I mean, until we see Guido come out and just destroy yeah. us, <laughs> he's he's dude, he's built for the Ryder yeah. Cup. He was pumped like after every putt at the at the U.S. Open. Yeah, awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> of that guy, crowd. I mean, oh, it's me. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, crazy to think the last twenty or so years we went through the entire Tiger and Phil era, and they only won two Ryder Cups. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of crazy to think about. But how much? All right, in our last thing but how much that is also like is that could that be more like tiger and fit or just like being like the alphas or whatever and just doing like their own thing like who i don't know but also the I mean, team that's never nearly as it. good as this one i mean i think i think everybody just kind of like <clears throat> have tiger there and it's tough to play well when tiger is like yeah. the main guy like last yeah. thing you have to live up to tiger imagine, everybody in, is behind tiger like, with tiger imagine if you're playing with tiger how much pressure you must feel if you're yeah playing it's almost double like, the oh, pressure like, like like i like i have to make this putt just like not just for me but like 
or not even just for the team, just for, like for Tiger. Like I can't let Tiger down. Like that could be a good thing for some people, but a bad thing for a lot of others, I'm sure. However, and apparently Tiger was actually like quite a bit a part of this Ryder Cup team this year. I mean, he was he I'm was sure. definitely in, in the in with Steve Stricker and helped, you know, strategize for this I'm Ryder sure. Cup, apparently. Um and he texted the team like right before it started. So I mean Tiger was very much involved. Last thing with the Ryder Cup. It can be quick. Zach Johnson and Phil Mickelson are going to make hell of ca- a hell of a captain whenever they both are one eventually. Because they both will be. Phil Phil will be I think Phil will be, they both will be good. I, I cannot wait. When, Phil, when Phil, Phil better a be a captain. Of, Phil better be a captain at Beth Page in 2025. That's Dude, all I'm I mean say. imagine Phil is a captain for Zach America Johnson. and and Ian Poulter is a captain for for Europe. That would be oh, insane. That'd be awesome. My boss was saying that so she was there day one at the first tee, and she was saying that Zach Johnson was was the first person to come out and at like by like at least a couple of minutes, and he comes out and right immediately like he's interacting with the crowd and he's like you know he's doing everything like right it was it was uh oh also Trevor mm-hmm. another Ryder Cup story that you'd like there was a guy on the first on the second day. Who, who before anybody got there was wearing um, a Michael Jordan USA jersey and Michael Jordan was there and yep. he was there as a fan before anyone had gotten there and obviously they let in fans way before tea times and so they um, the, the whole the whole crowd was chanting sign that jersey for like 15 minutes and Michael Jordan like probably didn't really want to do it but after like 15 minutes of that happening he finally came over and signed the the, the USA jersey. So lesson learned. Whenever I go, there, if I go to a Ryder Cup, just find wear a Michael Jordan jersey and find him in the crowd. Michael Jordan jersey. Yeah, Steph Curry jersey. was there. Steph Curry jersey. Steph yeah. Curry. Yeah. You, maybe LeBron, maybe just wear them both. And, yeah. 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 I was. I, I, I was. That's the overarching statement. That's good. the overarching lesson of yeah. uh, of the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Other. Yeah. So with that being said, there is a golf tournament this week. There uh, is. But first, how about a word from Roback? Yeah, so obviously I was wearing my 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 Roback uh, hat all of today as I was traveling because, of course, I had to wear a hat. Um, Jeeks wearing the polo. Wore my US, I wore my USA Roback hat all weekend. I mean, yeah, you want the, you want to show off the, the USA pride, celebrate the win. I mean, go over the Roback. They have a couple of polos that are USA themed. Uh, They're really they have a hat that's USA cool. themed. Um, they have some yeah. cool stuff. So click the link in the bio and uh, click on just click on the link. And if you add something to your cart, 15% off. Yep. Let's get into skins. Awesome. Let's get into skins real quick. Course preview with Jeek. Okay. Super quick version of the course preview. We're Super playing quick. at the Country Club of Jackson. And yeah, key stats, strokes, game putting, strokes, game approach, and previous winners. Sergio Garcia won last year. He actually liked our post when we posted that. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, Sebastian Munoz, Cameron mm-hmm. Champ, Ryan Armour. So with that being said, let's get into the picks. All right. So I'm going to go first. There's five skins on the line this week. If I win this week, I don't want to say I'm right back in it, but I'm right back in it. Yeah. Um, so it's plus 150 is the line. It's, it's, yeah, this this yeah, week could really decide a lot of things. 
If Trevor wins, yeah, I think he if, command, I, I think he if, takes a two-stroke lead, two-skin lead. If Jeek wins, he pretty much takes a commanding lead over everyone. And if I win, I think, I'm gonna, I think I'm if, balance it out. I think, I think if Pat loses, I think if Pat doesn't win one of these and one of Jeek and I do, then Pat's like, it's over for Pat. No. I think yeah, it's done. Probably. Yeah. So that is why I have... Um, Two kind of contrasting picks, but like they're strategic. But I got I got to win, so I decided I am taking Corey Connors my winner at six, at sixteen to one. I have decided I think not for the podcast, but I think I'm going to take Corey Connors every week this year because I have such a big Corey Connors guy. Although he did uh, leave his car a little bit messy at the BMW Championship. Um, and he's a good ball striker. Obviously, Sergio has won it the past, uh, two out of the last three years here. Uh, and yeah, I just I'm a big Corey Connors guy. And then my best bet is Mito Pereira plus one sixty over Corey Connors. So it was the only matchup bet I could <laughs> yeah, find that was one fifty or over. It doesn't and make I a lot of sense. I kind of like it if Corey Connors doesn't win. Maybe Mito could actually beat him. I think it'll be close. But I like the value because, like, plus one sixty, plus well, plus one fifty and higher is like tough to do. Yeah. So Pat's getting a little desperate here with his with his bets as he yes, picked the winner and then picks somebody to beat his winner. But um, the player that he picked to beat his winner is the player that I'm going to pick to win. So Mito Pereira, he's twenty eight to one, um, due for a win on the PGA Tour. He's a top ten in three out of his last four. Um, he didn't play a ton of events last year because he was like on the corn ferry before he gained full status, but. If he did, his strokes gained off the tee would have fell in the top five. I think strokes gained off the tee is a good stat this week. Just looking at previous winners, Sergio Garcia, Munoz, uh, Champ, all pretty long well off the tee, all pretty good strokes gained off the tee. So Mito Pereira is going to be my winner. And then best bet, I'm going to go with Cameron Davis, top 20. Um, that's plus 180. He was T6 in this event last year, T28 the year before, so he made the cut. Um, he seems like the type of guy that would play well. He's a good Good all-around game, pretty good off the tee as well. So I'm gonna go with that. All right, so I'll go with Taylor Pendrith plus five thousand. It's my winner. I think he's top three in strokes gained off the tee this season. So one tournament, but to a hot start. Uh, and then I'll go with my best bet, Matt Wolf, top twenty plus one eighty. I think kind of love that. A little bit of an extra motivation not being on the Ryder Cup team. And so, all right, you know what? I think I had to pick it up a little bit this year. I love that. I think, we'll, like that I think it gets off to a hot start. So we'll see if Could that be a first round leader. Well. Oh, because, I wouldn't be surprised. He's a big, he's a bomber. If he gets it in the fairway, he can, he, can he can make some damage. So we'll see. Yeah. That's I mean, speaking of first round leader, I mean, I went with uh, Brendan Steele. Completely random. Yeah, 100 to like 1, it. Brendan Steele just feels like a name that could be a first round leader. I do like that. Um, all right, so that's skins for the week. Obviously, it's not one of the most exciting tournaments on, on the schedule, but I'm sure we'll talk about it next week as uh, you know, a lot of the big tournaments are over. We're kind of in that swing before we get into you know, like Shadow Creek and a bunch of those, uh, like the Zozo Which, that are actually this is tournaments. this is kind of weird because. This is the this is gonna be the longest time in like two years we haven't had a major tournament. Like we went from we had the U.S. Open, the P, the PGA U.S. Open, and the Masters all in the fall last year, 
And now we're going to go from Ryder Cup in September to nothing until for seven months until April, which is, that's kind of, I I didn't think about that really until just now. That's, that's I mean, hey, we have have found something to talk about for 100 straight weeks for about an hour. Well, I'm excited to bring back some segments. So, uh, yeah, segments are always great. Maybe Pin High Golf Course Part 2. Maybe, we'll see. maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe pin high. Also, let's just say that the the hole that we picked on the pin high golf course for for whistling straight. Oh, what a awesome. nerve. That was awesome. an incredible hole. What a pick for us. What every pick. match came down. It seemed like every match basically came down to that hole, and like it was matches were one. That was the true like matches were one, one and lost. lost on that hole. It was so fun to watch. And, yeah. Um, but let's get in the clubhouse to end the week for the one hundredth episode yeah so i mean we have a little bit of announcement i'll let let you take it away but we have an announcement to make we do have an announcement to make so as of it'll be wednesday september 29th pin high podcast will further be known as a brand as pin high media and what comes with that you know we don't completely know we know we have a kind of a base outline of what we want that to be. We are going to try to get into the merch game. Um, after seeing, you know, some of the limited edition merchandise at the BMW championship this year, uh, whether it was with brands like Metalwood, with burning car society, Eastside golf, who you saw Chris Paul repping at the chargers game this week. And uh, who was the other one? Uh, no laying up. I think the merch game is something we want to get into. I think our logo is awesome. The, the, the flag with the, with the PH. It used to be PHP, but now it's going to be PH because we're no longer just the Pin Eye Podcast. We're Pin Eye Media. Um, and I'm really excited to see what we can do with it because I feel like we ha- like have very good ideas for merch. And I feel like not only will our listeners like it, but just like if you're scrolling through Instagram and you see that, Something that I would consider if I did hadn't had no idea what the Pin High podcast was. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. once again, like the Pin High podcast is not gone. Like we are it's still this, the call. This, the this still is the Pin High podcast. Well, this is the Pin High. We just media. you know we're the Pin High podcast presented by Golf City under the Pin High Media brand. So um, we want to wow. like expand that media brand on on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok, um, on Twitter. I mean. All of our new handles are going to be Pin High Media at Pin High Media, so it's going to be easy to find us. Uh, we're still the Pin High Podcast here. Still can find the Pin High Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you want. Same old thing, but um, we we do want to expand into a little bit more of a brand rather than just being known as a podcast. And it might not just be merch. Like I don't know what it means. It might mean a number of things whether off the top of my head just like i don't know going out and playing around with like some random good like not like a professional golfer but someone in the in the in the golf universe that like you know is a big like an influencer i don't know just stuff like that like right yeah scramble, I mean, interview, sit down scramble will happen the scramble will happen this fall it's happening this fall yeah i mean we, we definitely want to expand <laughs> We definitely want to expand like the YouTube as well. Like I, I, I know I was thinking about maybe doing some top tens on YouTube or, or doing some kind of like short segments on YouTube that um, like people could watch, you know, a short 10, yeah, five minute video and then maybe get 
go to the podcast and listen to the podcast. Another thing that I think would be cool for, for big tournaments is having an Instagram live, like on, on Wednesday, on Wednesdays where we just like talk about, you know, the betting and just the outlook for the tournament. I don't know, just like stuff like that. And then we, yeah, right. I mean, there's endless opportunity here. I feel like, you know, we didn't want to limit ourselves as just being branded as a podcast. I think we could be way more than that. So, so yeah. from now on, we're Pin High Media, and the, this is still the Pin High Podcast. But we are still the, you are listening to the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity right now. Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media presented by Golficity. Except we won't be saying we might have to workshop that, but uh, yeah, it's like the assistant to the assistant to the general. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah no we're excited about the future episode 100 we're 100 episodes through i mean hopefully we keep this going i mean we haven't missed a week which is was pretty incredible like people have missed weeks like you know schedules. i i had yeah. my tonsils out and was not able to speak but like just in general the podcast has stayed going which is you know the last podcast we did didn't so the last podcast definitely. we did uh which we won't name lasted about we were doing it twice a week though we were we were we had 15 we're, episodes i think i think all i talked about it on it was literally my just i feel like i talked about like just random stuff just as oh, I mean, I all, all i remember was the all, all i remember was the family guy gif of the train oh uh, yeah yeah no we don't need to get yeah, into that and then like that, whatever, the whole the whole <laughs> and one of the great things about pen high media is we don't necessarily always have to be golf i mean we could talk about we could do something that doesn't involve golf potentially i mean we'll see what happens yeah never thought about it like that cheek until just now it really just like it it, it, it broadens our our uh our horizon, horizon. Which is very exciting as we move into yeah. the real world as adults because we're all cheap and dangerous. Trevor's still 22, right? Yeah. 23. Anything else about Pin High Media that we need to cover? I mean, maybe, that's pretty uh, much maybe, it. I mean, if you guys have ideas for Pin High Media, number one, DM number us, one I mean. favorite moment of, of the 100 episodes. Ooh. Off the top of your head. I mean, I the, the best one that the best one to think about is Joe Acava. I mean, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, and we definitely that's want. I, we definitely want to do something more of that. Have some more guests and stuff. I mean, like it's tough with our schedules. It's eleven twenty-seven right now on a Monday night. But like, having more guests would be ten twenty-seven. Cool. And Joe Acava was pretty fun. Um. Yeah. No, that was awesome. I think honestly, like, our just I was talking about this earlier with like my coworkers, like when we. uh just talked about random stuff during quarantine, like like the pin eye golf course. Like that was just us talking just about anything in the golf world. It wasn't I mean, just yeah, we'll have a couple we'll have a couple episodes like that coming up the next next few weeks. I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, possibilities are endless. Yeah, exactly. Endless. Yeah. We're just getting started. So what do we got next week? Do we have anything better than oh, the Sanders? What? Let's look. Let's look. Let's look real quick. Goes the Sanderson, the Shriners, the Shriners. Okay, CPC so no. Summerlin, yeah. a big uh, PGA Tour two uh, K. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Where's yeah. Summerlin? So I'll let you guys on that. on the East Coast go to bed. I am yeah, sure you you guys have to be up early. I have to be up early as well. Um, but yeah, hundredth episode. 
big announcement, Penhigh Media. Stay tuned, and I'm sure we'll have some merchandise out for you, you know, within the next weeks, couple months, whatever it is. I'm not sure what the – it's all very new to us, but I know it's going to be good. So we'll see you next week, and maybe we'll have a little bit of an update on the progress. Mm-hmm.